Yo, what's going on, everybody? Jorge Aquino coming to you live and direct right here from the inside of a vehicle in the middle of downtown Phoenix. Uh, it is Tormenting Tarmac. It's a podcast where the enthusiast never dies. Um, having a great time watching the sunset come over us right here. And I'm not by myself, obviously. I'm hanging out with my boy Mason Wales. Essence of Aesthetics is with me here. Um, I've been looking forward to this podcast for several weeks now. We said we were going to make it happen after car week. It's after car week, and we have finally made it happen. And Mason is sitting right in the driver's seat. We've got a vibe going. We've got the Evo Cosworth Hot Wheels. We've got a classic 911 Hot Wheels. And then we have uh, music in the background, which we hope you can here but at the same time not here because we don't want to get popped for music licensing (laughs) so that all being said mason what's up bro all is good and yeah after car week i feel like a new man i've had my my virginity taken once again (laughs) just a just a new sense of the word right yeah i keep hearing that yeah and everyone was obviously telling me about it and sharing their previous experiences telling me how to have the best myself and it has it has definitely been something that I I still am not fully comprehending each day when I'm looking back at photos, editing, looking at the stuff I've already completed and posted. I mean, I am just blown away. And my wife and I did agree. If we ever get the money that most of the people up there had during that week, we would invest in that area. I mean, it was... It is spectacular. It is beautiful. It is really amazing. So yeah. I think... That is definitely a new goal on the bucket list. For sure. it's. Uh, I haven't been out yet, uh, which yeah. everyone we'll knows this. But, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have to make it happen at some point. But everybody knows this. I mean, I was complaining about it all the entire two weeks that everybody was up there. I was like, oh, that's great. Everybody's at car week and Jorge's here yeah. doing nothing. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I'm not mad. And I got the opportunity to be, go ahead and share a bunch of people's works, yours included. And I'm, by the way, just enamored with your work. Because, um, and let's, we're going to talk about Mason's photography tonight. Yes, another photographer. But I hope that people can understand that, A, my love for car photography, first of all, grows very, goes very deep. And, and, and secondly, I hope that most importantly, that any of the photographers that I get a chance to feature on this podcast all have their own different flavor, their own different vibe, their own different aesthetic thank you very much, that they are able to bring to the car community. And so we're going to be able to get a chance to go ahead and talk about you, um, the people who you've collaborated with. I know that you were out there with a couple people who, um, if they do listen, which I think they will, because they're your, they're your homie, so they better be listening to this one. <laughs> right, yeah. One I'm, of them I'll did hit sure me up. Yeah, yeah. Him. Shout out to Ian. I'm going to shout him out right now, so that way he knows that I'm talking okay, about Okay, let's start it you out. Know, mm-hmm. We're going to shout him out. He sent me a message. He said he was hyped for you to be on. And so, Ian, I'll throw this out there, man invites out there for you too bro yeah we'll get so, in before the end of the we'll year def- sure. we'll definitely make that happen might have to do a two-person collab or something i might have to go ahead and have him and fury come on because fury finally decided to drop some heat oh yeah we're oh. gonna get, we'll get into that yeah. later yeah don't get uh, me started <laughs> i know i know you you, you were posting making <laughs> sure to the call to call out fury um and making sure that they were posting up what they needed to post up and they did and guess what they ended up doing not missing so good yeah. on them yeah um still much more to come so like, i sure. know it's been said but i know we all have so much more content of course to keep going through which trying is, to perfect and yes so especially nuts. i mean i don't want to say i don't have you know another 
couple of thousand, few thousand photos to go through, but I know that the difference in the photos I have to go through yeah. and the photos for the individuals that I'm still learning from, mm -hmm. including those individuals. Now I'm going to start with some shout-outs. Go ahead, Ian Martin, yeah. Fury, Ryan, RPJ. Yeah. A lot of people, like there's so many more people that I have been able to collaborate with, met up there through Highline especially. They're another huge group, obviously show company that I have to shout out and the people working with them, AJ and Matt, yeah. both amazing people. I mean, it's it's really been outstanding to see how big of this community or how big this community is and how each weekend when I'm still going out to shows, coming up on my one year basically in the community, I'm still meeting new people, having new conversations and just gaining new perspectives from everyone. It's it's really amazing. And Car Week especially was just something that was really eye-opening mm -hmm. i really like experiences like that and of course california with a trip like that is just it was something special you, i mean you can't you can't not love killer cali yeah i mean come on but it is it's such a wonderful experience i can only yeah. imagine but you know i want to talk about you um we're going to be talking a lot about rolls royce obviously okay. we we went ahead and discussed that so we're going to why i wonder why uh, but you know, you, you and I, we, we've chat, we chatted for about 45 minutes prior to us hitting the record button, which yep. is always something that I like to do. I like to break the ice. My wife hates it because then I get <laughs> home late. So if she listens to this podcast, A, I'm going to go ahead and try and watch my language tonight. You can go ahead and say whatever you want, but yep. I'm going to personally, I've been notorious for not watching my language when I say that I need to watch my language. And tonight <laughs> is the night because I feel... We both got kids. We got kids. <laughs> Today is the mature podcast. It's a very mature <laughs> podcast. Yes. And Mason is making me feel like a gentleman amongst men um, when I'm hanging out with him. And it, it's a good feeling to have. But... That's what I've noticed. Really quick to point out. That's what I've noticed about the car community. Yeah. Is the part that is not the takeovers and mm. the not, to phrase it, long-lasting yeah they, they are you know a phrase or not a phrase a you know just a, a part a a new kind of you know just a way uh, a, a little way of living almost um and it's just it's it's not the good part but again the the good part of the car community is full of gentlemen and gentlewomen that's yeah. very much something that you have to point out because everyone is very respectful. Everyone acts above their age. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that's another part that is very awesome. Like the conversations you have are not just solely about the cars, and right. that's one thing about the car community is it's it's not just about the cars. That is why the people is such a big aspect of the car community I, is because of the character and the personalities that you do meet. It is really something special. Again. I couldn't agree with you more. I yeah. think that there are plenty of people out there within the car community, whether they're photographers, whether they're car owners, whether they do any other type of um, thing within the car community that I think that people are very, for the most part, respectful and honored to, when you are appreciative of what they bring to the table. They tend to go ahead and reciprocate that feeling back, yep. which is always a nice feeling yep. um, and whatnot. And so, again, you know, I try to talk about this as much as possible. And I hope people don't get annoyed with it. And if they do, well, then, you know, I'm, I'm sorry you feel this way. But, but 
I think that the Phoenix car community in general is one of the better communities out in the nation. And I think its um, presence and its reputation is growing, and I love to see it. Yep. I'm and I love to be a part of it. Yeah, you know all things I can agree with. Like I like I said, I've been in it for just under a year, mm-hmm. and I've actually been to a few smaller events that have not ended up the best. And I've definitely not stayed as long as I, you know, had planned <laughs> coming been in. Too sure, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, the majority of the events are those that you get to 45 minutes before it starts, uh-huh. and there's already, for example, Highline. Yeah. 50 to 100 cars yep. at 6.30 in the morning Yeah, when the event starts at 7.30, mm-hmm. I believe. And then again, people are, at this time of the year, yeah, leaving earlier, but especially once you get into December, January, people right. are leaving at 1 to 2 in the afternoon. Right. Four to 4 is another great example. Another people leave area at noon. that, yeah, yeah, it's just a hangout spot for the car community. Right. And it is... As everyone has said before, the vibes there are just immaculate. Vibes on vibes on vibes. That's yeah. a fact. Yep. Highline, 404, so many other places. Right. The Vault, which is starting again. McLaren uh-huh. just had their event. McLaren's Amazing. Still, yep. yep. There's a lot of events that, no, at times you can't get, you know, all of the greatest pictures that you can get when you're out in private photo shoots and such, but you and many other people, obviously, like, I believe I've gotten some, and I believe so many other people in the car community have shown that you can still get amazing photos at the events, and the biggest part about it is, again, just the networking. You go there to speak to the other photographers, to the car owners, to the people that work at the dealers or at, you know, whatever it is. Um, There's so many different ways that you can grow with whatever it is that you're looking to pursue in the car community, whether you're a photographer someone who's doing a podcast, someone who's a car owner looking to build their car collection, or whatever it is. No, so. I hear you. Um, it's it's the bomb diggity. I can't, I really can't <laughs> I like, say I much. Like yeah. I like uh, that. You know, yeah. here, we all talk, here we are talking about being scholarly gentlemen, you know, being men of excellence and whatnot, and then I drop with, you know, with bomb diggity. It's just the sauce. <laughs> it's, just, it's the sauce, man. Yeah. It slaps, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? Shout out to all my Gen Zers out there. I'm a freaking millennial like nobody's business. I'm old, I'm an old fart in this community, bro. I'm an old fart in this community. Like, I'll go ahead and I'll meet some of these guys and gals. And they're like, yeah, they're 24, they're 25, they're 26. And I'm like, bro, what the hell? Yeah. Like, I'm an old man. <laughs> about like, to be 24. So yeah, exactly. I'm about yeah. to turn 34. And I'm just like, bro, what is happening? But it is what it is. Yeah. I love this community. But let's talk about you, bro. I'm right. Because, you know... I think you are experimenting in such a delightful manner with how you approach your photography. And then also, shout out to this young lady who's driving around in her G-Wagon right now. Appreciate it. I'm very, and she's got off-road wheels. Yeah. She looks like she was about to back up for about two seconds. What's the license plate? I don't know. It's ASU plates. and It's a black G-Wagon. It is custom. But I don't. Be I'm on not the sure. lookout. Be on the lookout. Shout out to this lady. Um, it's night. I, I've, I've come around one thousand percent on G wagons. I used to not really care for them. I've come yeah. around completely on them. We'll talk about that more in the podcast. Yeah. But I feel like you're bringing a very interesting flavor because you have this crispness to it, right? But then, like, I don't know. Do describe your photography to me. 
if you could describe your your photography in like a simple paragraphed phrase, how would Mason talk about the essence of aesthetics? Yeah, like how would that how would I market it? Yeah, say, of course. Yeah, yeah hit so, me with the sales pitch, uh, the elevator pitch, if you will. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's something that has grown and will continue to grow right. greatly. Um, as it should. As of right now, and my path that I am looking to take with my photos and obviously just how I'm presenting the photography moving forward is a lot more lively with more people in it. Yeah. Um, another shout out, David Coyne Photography is one of my favorite photographers, especially as of recent. And I think a lot of his portrait work around and obviously in the cars, just at the Pebble Beach events, like the way he captures not only the cars, not only the people, but again, just everything in the in the photo. Like his photos look so well done to me and just well framed. And it's like he's continuously posting set after set from different events or different settings. And it's not that other photographers aren't getting good photos as well at those events but the way he captures them just makes it seem like he came in and again like I've seen other photographers just for example shoot him while he's doing his work and he doesn't look any different than the rest of us right but the way his work is presented it makes me believe that he is <laughs> I gotcha he comes in and he gets these photos and just like everything is so as you mentioned crisp everything is so perfectly exposed his own style with his um, colors and just the way he, I would like to say, kind of vignettes or, you know, creates attention to the subject. Right. Um, some of those things that I'm definitely taking from him and I see with other photographers as well, whether they darken the edges or create certain, um, again, just shading patterns using the different gradients that the softwares give us to use. Um, to, again, bring focus to the subject. That's kind of the main aspect. And then with the crispness part of it, again, that's kind of just, I mean, boosting that up almost as much as you can, kind of working <laughs> working between that, again, making sure your photos uh, exposed correctly in the first place so you don't have a lot of noise, and then through adding those additional, um, you know, points in crispness or quality or whatever, then just really zooming in on the photo and looking at different parts to see again how the noise is looking and yeah. again just how everything is um i know i especially as a reason with a lot of the car week photography um was taking so much time just working between where all my levels are basically because of the fact that i was out shooting as early as 6 a.m sometimes right. you know that's what you have to do if you want to get Nobody in front of one of the nicest hotels with the Apollo Evo, or um, I may be, you know, mispronouncing it or stating the incorrect one, but like to see those cars, to see that, to see the Pagani, to see the Bugattis, and all the other cars that you and everyone else obviously mentions, like you see during Car Week, that's kind of what you got to do. And then at those other times, there's, I mean, as soon as 7 30, 8 a.m. hits, and then especially through nighttime like there's just crowds on crowds so right. that's what I was doing a little bit but um yeah that's kind of just where I'm at right now trying to work a lot with color as well um I very much like kind of trying to follow find a good color balance 
and bringing out emphasis in the colors that I want either to be more, again, vibrant or just display in a little bit different way. I've been adjusting kind of the tones of them a little bit more. Um, but yeah, just trying to be, again, very experimental. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about the photography, but I'm curious about your, your car love and how did that begin for you? Because you seem to love the hypers. And I think a lot of us do too. Mm -hmm. But again, you also seem to really appreciate the simplicity of like some of the older stuff. And that's why I feel like I gravitate towards what you have to offer mm -hmm. um, and whatnot. And I'm just curious to know, because again, there's just... I don't know what it is, man. I'm not trying to go ahead and blow smoke up your ass when I say this, but you definitely have this gentleman-like quality to you that I really appreciate. And by the way, you can see it in your photography and then your the the your mannerisms, the way you're well spoken. This man is wearing like this like knitted sweater um, in the middle of September that is so fashionably cool. And at the same time, I'm like, bro, it's 95 degrees, but like shout out to you because Lord knows I wouldn't be able to go ahead and rock that, right? And so, so like, what happens when you work inside? Remotely. I feel you, bro. You know, you no, I, I get it. it. Yeah. I get it. But like, there's this like, just interesting dopeness to you, and it looks like it like spills into your love for cars as well, which I certainly appreciate it. So I'm curious to know, like, how did that, like, how did your love for cars start, and how did it transform to? what your love for cars is now at your age. Yeah, for sure. So I have to shout out one of my best friends from back home, Minnesota. Um, Minnesota's in the building. Yep, for sure. I have to shout out my friend, though, Raymond Leonard. He, one of my best buddies growing up, one of my best men at my wedding. He has been a car guy his entire life. Mm. He knows as much as some of these other, I want to, I don't want to, actually call them lunatics but like they're just crazy with the amount of knowledge that these guys had like we call so, them lunatics more so i think better words and i use these as well as like absolute wizards they're sure. just gurus with the you know different vehicles different models and then getting into the specifics when it comes to how the car works and knowing that he has a lot of that background knowledge and we both grew up in minnesota we didn't have a lot around us and he definitely sparked my car interests, and then we'd every once in a while go on vacation together growing up and came through Arizona once in a while, went through, uh, I'd visit Florida and go into states like that. And then very rarely in the nicer parts of Minnesota and the nicest day of the summer, again, once in a blue moon, when we see something like a McLaren or I mean, I know you were mentioning a lot with the supercars, but I very much also appreciate, as you know, the Bentleys and the Rolls Royces. So I'd never seen one in Minnesota, but when I'd seen one here or seen one in Florida, like I sit and I would just would sit in awe at these cars. And he would talk to me about them, of course, and over time I learned about them. And then after visiting and attending ASU, got to see some more ended up moving back down here just about a year after graduating and shout out RPG again. He posted Highline's event and that's when it really just blew up because I was moved back down here. I knew working where I currently am at, I was going to be pretty stable. So I started going to the events and that first event I went to at Highline yeah. last October. So coming on, coming up on just a year now, I saw 
Oh my god. I mean, what you see every time you go there. Yeah. It was an amazing event there and they had some I think vehicles. I went to that event too actually, if I'm not mistaken, because sure. I went ahead and Yeah, I recorded a podcast that October. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I recorded shout out to KRC, shout out to Automotive yeah. Alex, shout out to Jake, Jake Woods. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know any of these people now. And I still have yet to meet some of these. Well, yeah, of we need to go ahead and get you in contact for sure with a couple of them. Big, I'm just going to go ahead and state this now because she's had a bit of a rough day and she's an absolute gem and a half. Big shout out to my homie KRC, who I know most people have seen on Instagram. Her Camaro got stolen this morning and I'm freaking pissed about that. Um, Watch the car community pull together. I I'm would sure. love to see that yes. so much. I her. agree. I agree. But at and the same time, yeah, I, I do you want really to... You really have to shout it out. And yeah. the, the outlook that she's had since has really been positive as well. You can see that she's even, you know, taking... I don't want to say a humorous approach. But yeah, she, she's she, dealing with it as best as she can. She posted something that made it look like, you know, obviously she had her car stolen and she's looking to go to, like, an event or something this weekend. Mm-hmm. But she had, like... A hitchhiker kind of image, and it's like it's like you are you are so much stronger than sure. I could be. Her Camaro got stolen. Yeah. I don't have a Camaro. If my car got stolen, any car doesn't matter if it's a Camaro or not. Any car, I'd be I'd be fuming. I would cry. I don't think you guys would hear from me for a few weeks. I'm like sure. it'd be bad. Yeah, so yeah. she's she is really amazing from what I've seen, and I agree that. That is great that you gave her that shout out because she deserves that right. for what happened. And again, we just hope the best for her. So uh, I, I couldn't agree with you. Got to keep our tabs. Yeah, hundred percent. That is just not and, and and we will. And I hope that it, it gets resolved and and whatnot. And I I didn't want to make too big of a deal about it, but at the same time, she is a friend. She's a friend to this pod, so I wanted to make sure that she got a shout out because I think of that. that was and, deserved. And no, um, that was well done. But uh, th- that day that we recorded. Um, so I interviewed her, Alex, I interviewed Jake. Um, and was I, that at the, that was at Highline. Yeah. So I, yeah, the Veyron was there, I think. Veyron was there and, the um, creative beast folk, this is creative beast folk has a lot of, me in. yeah, they had one of their blue and I don't even know the exact model, sadly, but I think it was a Rolls Royce Dawn mm-hmm. or something of that matter. It was a two door coupe. Like two door coupe is a believe Don, whereas the Wraith is the convertible, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? I believe the Wraith is not the convertible version, but then also the drop head is another convertible, like, yeah, can be. I mean, it's it's a lot. I, I love Rolls Royce and I don't know them well, uh, well enough to say what it was exactly or yeah. to always specify, of course, but especially then I, I didn't get enough photos of it and again just wasn't well informed enough from my end to know but it was in a Rolls this is more so the part I loved about it it was in a Rolls Royce blue Mm. just like every brand has their amazing colors Rolls Royce has a specific blue that is close to Miami blue but it is not and that is another name that I am not going to recall right now I don't know if I even could pronounce it correctly because I've read it before tried to yeah but it was Amazing to see. It is a color I'd only seen on photos before, and obviously a car. So seeing that in person with that car, or with that color on it and everything, and how well done it was by Creative Bespoke amongst everything everything else there. I mean, we just mentioned there was a Veyron. Right. I grew up in Minnesota, so every single Porsche, every, every single nice Porsche, every single classic that you mentioned earlier... 
every Lamborghini, McLaren, Ferrari, I was drooling that show. And I took probably more photos that event than I've taken since then at anything. Because I didn't realize that that was normal around here. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's, it's been a wild ride since then, to say the least. I'm I don't going, like to look back at my photos from them, honestly. <laughs> I'm still going through it, bro. Like, of course, I'll, I'll show up to, I'll show up to a four till four, and like I was recording in July. I went on vacation in July, so right before I went on vacation, I went to four till four, recorded a podcast. Shout out to Jalopy Jeff. Him and I were over there recording. Yeah, and like. Two or three of the new 992 RSs showed up, and I was just like, "Whoa, what? In t- what in tarnations is happening here?" <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And so, and there, and it wasn't just that. Just you well, know, yeah, like you said, the AZ car community. I w- I have told everyone this. I think is top three from what I've seen in the nation. Like, I'm, I'm I think pretty it's hard biased. To, I think it's hard to say that Cali is not number one. And I don't think I'm the most intellectual person to say this, but just from what I have seen and what it seems like everyone sees their posts, yeah. especially with Car Week happening there, number two and three or two to five, though, I I think is pretty close up for debate. And especially when you throw in, like, I've, pe- I've heard people mention Chicago and, like, New York as good places. Well, it's like, well, for six months out of the year. Right. Right. So that changes things because while they do not have their cars come out, that's when we go crazy. Right. And then we still do stuff in the summer when they have more cars out or something. I'd assume, and I've also been informed, again, I'm not highly intellectual in any of this, but I've been informed and just heard that there's a a lot more or just a, a lot of private collections as well in yes. those states. So I agree. again, cars that maybe don't come out as much, but they're held there or you know shipped basically because yeah, people have that money. They got so, that money. Hey, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of money in this world, Mason. Yeah, there's nope. a lot. There. I've learned that. There's I've a lot of. That. I wish. I wish I could get a little bit of that. You yeah. know, I wish you could get a little bit of that too. And so I've gotten the taste of it, which mm. is all you need, at, in my opinion. All I need at this point to continue again, just with both my careers or with everything going on in the future. But Highline, I want to give another shout out, has certainly given me that taste because I've been able to go to the AZ Jet Center event, one I want to now attend moving forward at Monterey. I didn't even know they had during Car Week. And then they've also given me the amazing opportunity to shoot a private garage, one of their, uh, I believe, great garages or big garages, however it is advertised in their wonderful magazines yeah and again had my work in that and that garage and just experience of shooting the vehicles getting to learn more about them speaking to the mechanics and then speaking to the owner it was again just something that i would not have had the opportunity to do obviously if i didn't move down here and get into photography but as well as if i wasn't able to be lucky enough to work with highline yeah and meet them through Again, RPJ and everyone else that I've now met through those events. There's so many other car owners, of course, but they always, you know, it always kind of comes back to like, oh, we met you at this event or, you know, I still, again, kind of want to say that, you know, sometimes I take photos for or at the events at Highline and obviously they always do very well with putting 
photographers' photos into the magazines. So I've been lucky enough to, again, kind of work with them that way. And it's always kind of something that has helped me moving forward since then. I've had a few um, jobs, even, that have come directly from that. You know, the car owner saying, yeah, we know you originally had your work in that magazine or you worked with them for that photo shoot. So it's always, again, comes back to where it originally started or, again, where your deepest connections are. And I believe mine certainly are with, again, Highline and the people that are constantly going there, are kind of met through there, 404, yeah. everyone that we're kind of speaking of already. I gotcha. Yeah. By the way, speaking of connections, what is a car that you feel the deepest connection with? Is it Rolls? <laughs> is it Bentley? Is it old old Mercedes? Like, where, where, does, where does Mason's heart go towards when he really talks cars for himself? So, Rolls-Royce is definitely... My, what what my is it about Rolls Royce that really gets your blood like going? Because I love a Rolls. Yeah. I love a Bentley. Yeah. yeah like, I'm not gonna lie to you. You give me a if you gave me a Bentley Flying Spur today, that's what I'm talking. About. I'll be like, yeah. That's the be- that might be the best car on the planet to go ahead and just drive. I would to, 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 to love and from work would be to great. see how that thing drives. Not that I haven't heard the Rolls Royces are obviously really smooth. Yeah. But I sent you that video. Oh which you had never seen before, which yeah. shocked me. So, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I just wanted to go ahead and throw this out no, because, like, I think people will appreciate this too. If anybody's ever seen the original Iron Man, the first Iron Man, there is a scene when Tony and Happy are trying to get out to his private plane and they're going through the canyons of Malibu and Tony is driving the tits off of then brand new first gen V8 R8 yeah, and Happy still gorgeous it's still to this day yeah. still a great looking car yeah. and right behind him is Happy in a <laughs> Phantom yeah. hauling and it is so good and yeah. I sent this to Mason like a, two weeks ago, and Mason did not remember that scene. Nope. Now, have you watched the original Iron Man? I'm sure you have. You yeah. just probably didn't remember that scene, right? Yeah, I saw it when it first came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely didn't. So remember how old were it. you in 2008, bro? Eight or nine. Exactly. I mean, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. That makes sense. Not, not I watched Iron that. Man three weeks before I graduated high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. came out like Cinco de Mayo weekend of 2008. I yep. graduated uh, the weekend of Memorial Day. Okay. Yeah. So like it was like right there. That 15 years ago yeah uh, I remember but still very specific awesome. movies that came out during that summer yeah, it was it's... Iron Man The Dark Knight and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull which yeah. I went to go see the day that I graduated high school yeah that's and I was one of the people who was kind of late on seeing The Dark Knight like I didn't see it in the last year oh, but okay. it took me until like I might have seen it like right around the time I was in college even like it was a while before I, which I, I totally understand in your case I would understand that because I'm not going to lie to you right now if you were a nine or a ten year old that watched that like watch the Dark Knight like <laughs> yeah that, that movie yeah as much as I adore it and as much as I think it's one of the greatest films of the last like two decades and it's to me still top three greatest superhero movies ever made yep it's not I for love the christian bale like, christian bale is amongst, amazing amongst the other actors sure. and actresses but yeah. christian bale i think that it you know he was obviously one of the main actors and he was i would say still is more on the end of it but especially at that point you know in his prime with the acting sure. getting some of the bigger roles up uh, Absolutely. I mean, he's still getting massive roles today. Exactly. I mean, the Ford vs. Ferrari is only, what, like five years old? Uh, it came if out in 2019, him and Matt so Damon. The, yeah, yeah. So the, that and that that movie, I actually just watched like about five or six months ago. Yeah. 
Ford versus Ferrari Amazing is exquisite. Movie. Just a beautiful film. Yep. I saw the teaser trailer for the Ferrari movie that's coming in November. Yeah. Which it's with Adam Driver as Enzo. Yep. Oh, dude. I'm excited to Stoked. see that. I know a lot of people, at least from the conversations I've had, have made comments saying that, you know, they could have done more to make the driver look like Enzo. But at the same time, I will very much appreciate good acting if he doesn't look exactly like Enzo did. Because I understand that's who he is. In Enzo's got a very particular look about him. May he rest yeah. in peace. Um, yep. You know, but I think... Adam Driver is good Adam work. Driver, I think Adam that's a good, fantastic I think actor. that's a good option for the role. Like, yeah. especially they've done a lot of makeup and stuff. Who knows what it's going to look like after right. the, what, like CGI and stuff. So CGI, yeah. makeup, and everything like that. As long as he gets the mannerisms right, as long as he can go ahead and do the Italian accent correct, yeah. as long as they go ahead... I think it's very important to keep the culture of yeah. Italy... Excuse me. The culture of Italy within that movie yeah. in order for that movie to be successful. If they can go ahead and incorporate a lot of Italian speaking into it in particular, I think it's going to be make it's going to make it much more realistic and I think the most important thing will be other than the portrayal of what of how Enzo is, the driving sequences need to be absolutely exquisite. Yeah, you so know that's what I mean? another part that I'm glad you mentioned like Ford versus Ferrari. Not that they didn't do really well with matching the actors closer or yeah. as closely as they could but it's their driving sequences and making it making the viewer feel like they're at Le Mans yeah you know what I mean yeah or at the test track with them while they're working to upgrade the GT40 yeah. like and also that's the- what makes it so much better mm-hmm. I think that again they could very easily do that with this other Ferrari movie but I know other movies based on individuals like that for example if anyone has not seen this, another great movie to watch is Race, about Jesse Owens, one of the American Olympians. Yeah. He does not look whatsoever like the actor that they use for him. Yeah. They show what he actually looked like at the end of the movie, obviously. Sure. After I mean, it. Matt Damon looks nothing like Carol yeah. whatsoever, but he got the mannerisms, he got the accent correct, yeah. like he definitely... Yeah, like that. And was, that shows you basically sure. how much you really think about Bale, it. Bale, same thing. Bale didn't look like Ken Miles, but he yep. got the man. He did enough. He, he did yeah. what. He, he didn't did look like him, but then I look at him and I'm like, yeah, that's Ken Miles. Yeah, Matt Damon is Carol Shelby. Absolutely. Exactly. I got that yeah. vibe. And from the snippets that I've seen of the teaser trailer from the Ferrari movie, I get. I can believe Adam Driver is Enzo. Yeah. And I just think, again, that point, if that's going to be like the only thing that people are either pointing out now or in the future that's not gonna ever worry me because again I could give more examples of movies where they didn't use people that looked anything like the actual individuals the movie is based upon but that's not the aspect that matters exactly the cinematography and everything just the storytelling everything capturing the yeah the essence of what Ah, I don't want to be the one to say I had to drop the pun dude I I had to but it fits I appreciate it the pun fits yeah like, for example, the Lamborghini movie, the Ferruccio, Ferruccio's Lamborghini biography yeah. came out, like, I think two years ago or a year ago. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, and I heard it is utter trash. I heard that movie sucks. I want to watch it just so I can go ahead and see, but I heard that they got things wrong within the year. It's like, Ooh. you know, it, like, here, let me give you a perfect example. Yeah. I just watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Finally. That's it. That's another good example. Yeah, I, 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 I was me. left cold a little bit after that movie because I thought that 
I know. Sorry. Okay. To anybody who's listening to this podcast right now and is thinking to themselves, "What the hell is going on?" This is a car podcast. Just bear with me for one second. Yeah. I know what yeah, I'm talking we'll about. Get back on top. Y'all, y'all, y'all know me. Y'all know that I like this to do this. Just trust me. You know what I mean? It's genuine. Papa Tarmac knows what he's up to. Yeah. <laughs> we'll connect it back like you we'll never expect. Exactly. <laughs> Remy Malik did a great job as Freddie Mercury. And I love Freddie Mercury, and I love yep. Queen. I think and he's one, a great actor. Good he's a fantastic actor. Yep. He, won, he won an Oscar for, for, for being Freddie Mercury. Like, yep. respect. Yep. However, they got the years wrong from when the songs came out. Ooh. They got, like, performances wrong. Or, or I, When I say performances, I mean, like, concert dates of when or when songs came out prior to this concert and things yep. of that nature and whatever. Um, and also, just the way that they went about some things... I was like, ah. It was more like they were trying to make a movie. Yeah. You know, Instead of just, just trying, trying to, to go ahead and to it and get the yeah. viewers' attention that way. That's upsetting. And that is also one thing that with movies, even like Ford versus Ferrari or yeah. the Enzo movie, another great example, I, again, will be the first to point out that I probably don't have enough knowledge to notice all of those things at times. Sure. So that might help me enjoy the movies more than someone who very good point has all the knowledge that I yeah. wish I had of course about these brands uh, at, at times what can happen and I think that this is the greatness of entertainment things is sometimes when you go into um, you know whether you watch a movie let's use movies as the example when you watch something movies tend to suspend your disbelief in a good way but unfortunately there are times where people want to watch a movie and it's like oh it's too unrealistic for me and i'm just like that's an unfortunate way to look at it because at the end of the day movies are supposed to be fun it doesn't matter as to whether or not you think oh that's not really possible or it is possible are you having a fun time that's why here bringing it back to cars yep at the end of the day Papa Tarmac can still enjoy his Fast and the Furious. Yep. Like, I'm fully aware. I saw that happening. You're welcome, everybody. Fast and the Furious, September the 15th. Can't wait for Fast X to finally drop on on Peacock so I can watch it. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that that's why I'm still able to go ahead and enjoy those movies, like, 20-plus years later. Yep. And I respect anybody who doesn't want to watch or support the Fast and the Furious movies anymore. Of course. I get that. Like, the last real Fast and Furious movie that came out was Fast 4. Yep. No, you that's know, a great. That, yeah, that, a like great that, I've, I'm fully aware of that. Yep. Because although to me, Fast Five is easily the best movie in the entire franchise. It's because it's in Brazil. It's they well, did so well. They with did. It in Brazil, and it's right? a great heist movie. Yep, and I love exactly. a heist movie. Like for example, like one of my favorite movies happens to be The Italian Job. Freaking love yep. that movie. It's yep. such a dope movie. And not to mention they got these dope ass Mini Coopers and whatever. Yeah. And, but, like, that's. The, that's the that's the vibe that you get from that respective movie, and then they go to Fast Six and they're trying to save the world, and I'm just like, yeah, and they're they go from again, the really warm tropical Brazil to like the middle cold of ass, Europe, yep, cold ass London, yep, mm-hmm. and it it was so it also went from not that it wasn't condensed in the kind of like city of Brazil, but they went from that to again everything is on top of one another in sure. London, yeah, you know. Like, it was so condensed and almost like there was too much noise outside of, again, the subject of the frame, the cars or the actors and actresses. Like, there was no open roads or anything. Like, it was so much. Yeah, that is really interesting. But with the movies, 100%, it's like with each movie genre, 
everyone has their own perspectives or level of interest with them just as they do the different car brands or car genres basically right. you know the supercars hypercars classics um but yeah to really i guess fully bring it back to that my biggest appreciation is definitely the luxury yeah. modern luxury i love again my two top brands are rolls royce and bentley and i love the craftsmanship about the vehicles i love custom specs so mm-hmm. when obviously I mean, everyone does who doesn't love a really nice specced vehicle whether it be Rolls Royce whether it be Porsche Lamborghini of course but at the same time when I see that done on something with the amount of craftsmanship and just in the end the amount of time taken to produce that vehicle like it is something that I still haven't gotten a full experience with even like the most experience I've had with one up close and shout out him again Kent for this amazing man when he brought that Pebble Beach ghost out to the last tires and timepieces event that was the first time A I saw that vehicle in specific the Pebble Beach collection from 2019 has a special place in my heart because of the colors Mm -hmm. in that collection and how well done it was but he has that one the ghost which is the best color and car from the collection just how it is done in my in my opinion and yeah he brought it out and even quickly opened the door let me sit down in it and it was like the vehicle was just sitting there mm-hmm. it was just parked of course and i went and sat in the back seat and it felt like my legs had been taken off my body with how <laughs> comfortable <laughs> it was like at the bottom of of the you know carpet or the floor of the vehicle yeah there was this like extremely soft padded like i don't want to say cotton but just amazing material yeah little rug and the way it like held your feet it was a hundred percent like setting your feet on clouds like it was amazing and it looked like something that should not be in the vehicle either because it was like, okay, if you get anything on it, it's probably going to get super dirty. But the only thing is that vehicle was spotless on the inside. And I know they take care of their vehicles like you should. And I know, I think Ken has quickly mentioned before that it is either a family member or a friend, especially that helps and really takes care of their collection. And again, exactly what you should do but that vehicle was just spotless on the inside and i didn't get to analyze all the details of it um especially in the front as much as i hope to at some point and again maybe if i get out with him and finally shoot that when we get some better lighting and i reach out to him we both get some free time in our schedules um i'll be able to capture it the way that i think that vehicle needs to be and i mean that vehicle Again, one I cannot wait to see more of and hopefully really get good photos of at one point. But with Rolls-Royce in general and the craftsmanship and, again, just new colors that they are taking on, I am so excited for where the brand will continue to go. I think that a lot of the brands are heading in a good direction. I do not 100% favor going electric, but I don't disapprove of what has been done thus far like for example the Rev Walto is amazing right, right. I, I think that'll be one that I am very excited 
and again hope to get well captured when it is out here in the AZ area because I know that some of the car owners have them on pre-order you know for a year and a half out or whatever I can't wait to go out and see a Revuelto show up to one of the car shows it's going to be spectacular exactly yep yeah. it's again just going to be one of those special cars that I don't want to say is going to get more common or you know not feel special at one point I don't think it ever will mm-hmm. but it's one that should never be taken like that Gotcha. I don't think the F40 and some vehicles like that should be at this point either. I know some individuals, when they see the same F40 that they've seen at previous events, and I'll, I'm guilty of this too, maybe we don't photograph it again, or you know we don't appreciate it as much as we did the first time or a previous time, it's still a vehicle that, you know, when you see an F40, when you see a really nice new McLaren or Lamborghini as well like you I think we really have to appreciate the cars because again you go to Minnesota or you go to the majority of the other states Mm -hmm. and you don't see what you see here in Arizona I agree I think what's really important about maybe sometimes when you see the same car over and over again don't think about oh I'm just seeing this car again right think about it as oh man shout out to the owner who's actually bringing this out and actually using this car another great point you know what I mean because I think to be driven driven and in AZ they absolutely are and it's something that you have to appreciate go talk to the owner more Mm -hmm. so many of the car owners whether you talk to them for the first time or the hundredth will love to have you come up and talk to them absolutely and if they don't You'll you'll understand that. Yeah, <laughs> in you'll, a couple you'll seconds. Absolutely. Yep. And then you can go talk to another one. Which, by the way, I've never. <sighs> Do I, bring this I know up? we have to say it, but I've never had that happen. I haven't either, but I know for a fact that it can happen. So Certainly. I'm just, I'm I'm going to say that now. Yeah. And I and I don't and I think most people will agree with what we're saying. I think it's the approach. I think that if you go to a car show and you bring your car and you don't want people either photographing it or you don't want to talk about your car, then you literally came to the wrong place and you shouldn't be going out to car shows. Yeah. So don't waste your time. That's coming across rude, and I don't want it to. But people appreciate and love cars. Now, should me as the person who's coming to check out your car be respectful of your of your property? A hundred percent. Ten percent, yeah. One hundred percent. Like, I would be stupid not to. Yes. But, like... But if you if, come out of your vehicle, yeah. again, if you're enjoying the event like everyone else, let me ask you about it. Yeah. Let me, again, take photos of it and not be worried about it. Even as many of the people do ask about the photos, mm-hmm. you know. But I think what I've seen, and this is very well done by the individuals who've done it, is those who on certain mornings it usually is, you know, just depending on how we're all living want to be a little bit more private, they'll just stay in their car or something. Yeah. I've seen that happen a few times where, you know, they'll park up at one event because they're part of a friend group that uh-huh. all their cars are there, but they'll stay in their car and then bring it out again to a nearby location for the next event. Yeah. Um, like what's running through my mind right now is like I, I know a bunch of the Phoenix Driven crew has right. gone... To big shout out to Phoenix Driven. Yep, man. Phoenix Driven, another big shout out. Phoenix Driven and other crews. I'm sure Fastlane Drive has had individuals, if not you yeah. know, a big portion of the crew. Mm-hmm. And then I know again, Becky SL65 AMG 700 horsepower. 
That's yeah. a cool. <laughs> I, I do know them. Shout out to them. They're yeah, very kind. They're amazing. That is a hilariously fun they need IG handle. It. Yeah, they need to keep it. Uh, they should. Yes. Yeah. It's. I don't think they have one anymore. I was going to say because actually they have know. a red S. They have a red SV. They have a red SV. Yeah. They have a yellow four five eight. They don't have, they have a, a yellow. New, don't didn't they Urus. recently get an Urus? Yes. Urus, yeah. Yep. And I believe they also have a G wagon. Nice. I don't know if they have other vehicles. Again, great people. They do amazing with the events, with what they host as well, of course, and just the networking that they do. And yeah. Again, they're, as I was mentioning earlier, they're a great connection that I've had and have certainly got me some work and great exposure in yeah. the community. But with that, again, it's just so funny talking to these individuals and, again, having them, like I was touching back on, bring their vehicles out to the vault in the morning and then after the vault has its you know hot hour two hour and then it's slowing down towards the end of the show everyone then drives over to the mclaren show yeah which started a little bit later and yeah like i was saying before that's where i've seen a few individuals maybe show up to the first event a little bit later and maybe that's why maybe it's some other reason it doesn't matter of course but stay in your vehicle or get out of the vehicle and like you can also make it obvious by body language and not putting yourself around other people of course that you don't want to be spoken to sure i think people do that very well again i've never had an issue with running into someone who's been rude especially here in arizona neither have i but i've heard of it yeah and i think it also depends on the events you go to like i've been to some events that as i mentioned right away like have have gone south in the direction that I expected and have turned more into kind of like that takeover scene per se and that's certainly one where you might run into the wrong individuals or not be pleased by their behavior or something of that sort but again that's just having the experiences and just moving on to the next individual like it's not something that's going to be a consistent thing it's obviously not going to be everyone in the community Mm -hmm. and that is very much the odd aspect of it versus what you'll commonly find i gotcha by the way going back to sl65s can i just (laughs) say for one second again amazing people amazing becky Becky and dave um my one of my favorite cars that i've ever seen and unfortunately i've never gotten a chance to experience but i'd like to go ahead and change it and if anybody's got one out there please let me know i love the sl65 amg black series Oh my god! I think that that black is one of series, the Black Series SL65 is easily one of the coolest Mercedes ever made. If I, if if it were up to me, Mason, the only th- there 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 are two Mercedes that are like the top of the heap for me, like that I find very special. Like if I had the money, I would drop a ginormous pile of money to whoever had one and I would have them forever. Yep. And here they are. Okay, first one being the SL65 AMG Black. Tremendous. I love I love a CLK63, I think the 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 DTMs. Okay. Yeah, that one's cool. But this is not the car that I'm going to talk about. The one and I know most people who listen to this podcast know how much I love this car because I've said that this car along with the LP640 means a lot to me and I want one so bad and that is the SLR McLaren. Okay, yeah. Um 722 if I could. Um those two particular Mercs are just so gosh darn rad. 
Yeah. I don't know what it is about them. I love, I love GT cars. I do. I, mm-hmm. I love them. I, I love GT cars as much, almost as much as I love sports cars. Um, and when the SL65 AMG Black was debuted, and I remember watching the review on Top Gear from Jeremy Clarkson where he smoked the tires to like nothingness. And when he would turn on the traction, turn off the traction control, the tires would just spin. And then when he had traction control, he couldn't, like, there was no real way of him getting the power down because traction control would just kick in and just mess up everything. And I remember specifically that car is only limited to 199 miles an hour, but, like, it gets to 199 extremely quickly. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, what makes that car so cool to me is that car made in two... When, what year did the AMG Black came out? The SL65 AMG? I want to say 2009. So car, car came out in 2009. At the time, it had 660 horsepower, but it had like 730 foot-pounds of torque. And at that time, I was like, that's not normal to have that much more torque than you do horsepower. That is utter insanity to me. Yeah. And that car is so untamed. Like, it, it, And... If I could change one thing about it, it would be just getting rid of that stupid five-speed gearbox because at the time, it was the only gearbox that could handle all the torque. If there was a way to like drop 100 Gs and put in a nine-speed automatic from Mercedes or a dual clutch, which I don't think the dual clutch would still be able to handle that much power, so I'd say <laughs> their nine-speed auto that's probably in the E63 and the S63s do that but that car is like just utterly stupidly awesomely cool and so becky and dave i don't know if yours was a black series or not but if it was i bow to your feet yeah (laughs) it's that car i'm sorry i just had to go on that tangent no sl65 amg blacks rule yeah and slr mclaren 722s in particular are like the epitome of a chef's kiss yeah those are amazing as well. Yeah. Obviously, uh, with McLaren's recent event, they actually just had one out. Um, yes. That was amazing to see. I unfortunately did not go, and I'm sad now to know that there was an SLR McLaren there. Pisses me off, actually. I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's but, all right. I've come to terms with the fact that I can't go everywhere and be everywhere at once. Yeah, but of course, like a great example, because I think he probably owns the most, is many, many Kosh- Manny Koshman. Koshman, yep, to put out. It has an enormous amount of SLRs. And his new custom, like, HDK version or whatever it is, is amazing as well. Yeah. But, yes, those vehicles are beautiful. Yeah. I love uh, Mercedes in general. I do like McLaren as well, don't get me wrong, but I think Mercedes, again, just being more on the luxurious side. Yeah. Um, in, in some ways, I appreciate and have leaned towards their vehicles a little bit more along with the Bentley and Rolls Royces, but the SLR McLaren, again, is a vehicle I've very much appreciated seeing every single time I've been able to and hope to do so and see like see it more, get it more photographed, obviously, in the future. Um, but yeah, with that as well, like Mercedes and their Black Series, all of the vehicles, I don't know how many different black series they um, have but i love them i don't know a single mercedes black series i've seen yeah that i've been like oh i have that, one that doesn't look good i have one personally but so let's okay there's the slk 55 black 
There's the CLK Black. There's the SL65 AMG Black. There's the C63 Black. Jeez. So that's where you've got four. That's another idea. Lot. Right? There's the AMG AMG GT Black. That's five. I think. I lost track. I think that's it. Unless I'm missing another one, but I don't believe there's there is any other that have gotten the black treatment. That's still really nice, though. But yes, yeah. those are those are all lovely from what I've seen. Yeah, the AMG GT Black is not my favorite. That's okay. the only one. But I think the reason for that is I don't like the sound of this flat plane crank V8. I don't like it compared to the regular versions of the GT for sure. of the AMG GT. AMG GT because like you know the GTR sounds great okay. GTC sounds terrific yep. they, they, they've got that guttural like real like German V8 muscle sound yep. whereas you know they, they change the sound of how the you know with, with the AMG GT black okay. and it doesn't sound that great I'm not a fan okay. but it's still a striking car yep. like it's utter insane. the way that that car looks is crazy down to me yes you know so like, I appreciate it for that and I bet you if I were to sit in one and go for a drive yep. I would absolutely crap my pants it changes things. Yeah, it would change my that's life that's why I'm scared to take a ride in a Rolls Royce because I don't know if I'd wake up <laughs> 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 I'd be like, okay, uh, yeah. we're good. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Would you prefer to drive a Rolls Royce or would you prefer to be driven in a Rolls Royce? That's are you, are, do you ever drive a Rolls Royce? I would. Is a good way to phrase it. Sure. Well, because I think... really quickly, yeah, really yeah, quickly yeah. The, re- the reason I said that is because so many people, knowing my obsession, have said, you don't drive a Rolls Royce. Like, you are That's driven true. by the vehicle. And especially if you have the money to afford one, it would be really funny if you straight up just didn't drive it. Like, I you think bought would, it and yeah. then bought a driver. I would pull a Tony Stark. I would yeah. go ahead and take my sports car and have my driver follow me yeah. in the rolls. Like, <laughs> I would I would need two friends, so someone sure. is driving the R8, and then someone's driving me in the Phantom, and I Absolutely. can just sit in the back. And, you're, and they're driving the R8 while you are chasing... Yeah, Giving exactly. chase, yep. but you are in the backseat. Yep. That's perfect. In Fine. a phantom. So we're phantom. doing it so much smoother than yeah. they are. We're chasing them and still clocking up at... I've heard some people with, like, ghosts and whatever pull up to the event say that it's super easy to cruise at, like, 120. Dude, let me event. tell you and something I'm sure right it is. now. It's scary. <laughs> when was it? So last summer, I went to the... Um, what was it? Was it? It was Gold Rush. Gold Rush was yep. here in town, and Scott and they were in Scottsdale. In That's the, a in good Scottsdale. mention. I have a good way to connect back to this. Okay, after, perfect. But of course. So they were having their track day at Radford on a Saturday morning, and it was actually last year. It was at the time the hottest day of the year. I think it got had gotten up to like 115. It was going to get up to 115, and I got there at like about eight o'clock, and it was already like 96. It was warm as all hell. That's nothing. And it's that's nothing, but for it to be 96, no, at of 8 course o'clock, it is. is. It is. It's it grotesque. Is. Yeah. And so I'm driving around in my little, you know, my little Kia Sorento. Everybody knows my Kia, which is the official tormenting vehicle, tormenting tarmac vehicle. Um, I love it. <laughs> and so I'm driving to Radford, and then. What passed me on the right-hand side? Illegally, mind you. <laughs> Very illegally. But I was like, okay, I don't care. Um, I think it was Huracan. Oh, yep. And then... I do not care at I'm all. I'm pretty sure it was a, a ghost that freaking flew past me at like 85 yeah. miles an hour. And I was just like, huh. 
a ghost of all of a ghost of all cars when yep. it blew past me, and I couldn't even be mad at it. Mm-mm. Like I was like, all right, took just... you a while to process it. That yeah, because I was like, I expect the Lambo to do it. Yep. I expect a Ferrari. I expect a fast Merc, yep. McLaren, anything like that. But when it's like, I'd even expect a Bentley. But when it's a Rolls, it's a little bit different. Yep. Because like you just, they're fast. Like, I'm gonna tell you this right now. But I think Rolls lo- Royces they never are, look like they should be going no. fast. Somewhere. Like I don't know how to phrase it, and I love the brand. There's no reason but, for Rolls Royces to be as fast as they actually are. That's yeah, the that's thing a about really it. good point. And obviously, again, when you're on the inside, I've heard that you move less than like any other vehicle I'm like sure. the riding experience is just un uncomparable yeah and with that again like I've never seen the others that they do but I know the uh, Goodwood or whatever the Festival of Speed the is, Festival of Speed they had the Spectre go out oh. and I watched that and it was fun to watch race and, and go fast but at the same time it didn't look as naturally as a bolide or you know a super any other type of supercar would look yeah my understanding is that that Spectre actually set a fast time like a really fast time not for not a fast time for what it was a fast time for anything and I was just like why does a Spectre have that much power yeah like I think to myself and I'm like why do they think that it's a good I, I can understand giving a Phantom a 6 liter V12. Yeah. Why does it have to have almost 600 horsepower beyond me? But then I remember it's also like 5,500 pounds, almost 6,000 yep. pounds. And I'm like, well, and it I needs get to that move. aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. And of course, they're extremely slow. They're not quick by any means. But it's still the fact they're like the classic American muscle cars. Bro, it does zero like to 60 in like four and a half seconds in a rolls. And I'm just like, and they're why? top speed. Like, I don't know exactly what they all the top speeds. top speed like 155. But they're dials. <laughs> like, it blows my mind when I'm like, why do you have like 100 miles more than I do on my dial? Yeah. Like, I know I'm not driving no V12, whether it be Rolls Royce or not. But it's still, I don't understand the comparison. Sure. I'm like, I can't comprehend that about Rolls Royce. My favorite thing about a Rolls Royce is the fact that it actually doesn't have a tack. It just has, like, it, 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 so it doesn't have a tack. So it, it doesn't have, the it doesn't show you the RPMs. It just shows you, like, it's got a different gauge next to the speedometer that, like, says, like, how much, either how much boost or how much thrust or not That's even the so thrust. so interesting. But, like... You're telling me new information about yeah, my yeah. favorite so, brand. Exactly. I'm, yeah. New Rolls Royces don't have a tack, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah. let's talk about the newest Rolls Royce for a brief second. Yeah. The $30 million one of four, all, I believe, like, specially commissioned two customers. Mm. And the two that have been released thus far have been based off of flowers or crystal like rose petals and a crystal a purple crystal amethyst or something yeah amazing that's what i'm talking about with rolls royce and their colors yeah and just how much thought and personalism basically how personally they are taking each of these vehicles on with their customers because again they're for these specific customers all, I believe from what I briefly read is like all four that they're going to make have already been fully like paid for basically yeah. or purchased and that again they're customizing them with these 
again customers um, in in such a unique way like I don't know if you've seen but they're putting I believe Jacob and Co watches into the dashboard that yeah. you can take out and wear. And well, then it's like just, Bentley has oh a Breitling, if I'm not mistaken. They have a Breitling wa- clock in the middle of their dash yep. that you can go ahead and take out. And, and I know Rolls-Royce has some other little, like, watches or stuff in, I believe, some of their other recent models. But, like, with that and, the again, specifications and that bit of it, yeah. I know the first... I believe specifically that first of those four vehicles that they released um, was hand-stitched. A lot of the interior was hand-stitched. And just in general, the amount of time put into those vehicles is just amazing. Like, I don't want to say they have bad marketing by any means. They don't need it. That's, I mean, that's funny that you say that because obviously they don't have like the the um, commercials and some stuff that right. some other brands have at different levels, of course. But with that, their marketing is so you know again uniquely done for Rolls Royce. I would just love the opportunity to try to market like Rolls Royce, sure. like truly. Like if I ever got to market photos of a Rolls Royce at even just the. Little Penske dealers, Rolls Royce dealer, of course, or on a much bigger scale. Like, that is something that I will not stop working for. I'll tell you this right now. The moment that somebody tells me, hey, Jorge, are you down to go ahead and record a podcast in the back of a Rolls while it's driving? I will not. I, if I ever say no, shoot me in the face. I'll tell you that, right? <laughs> I mean, please don't. Don't it's actually that do you that. You should not hesitate to answer. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, that would be the move to me, yeah. like, is to go ahead and record a podcast in the back of a Rolls while you're cruising. Yeah. Like, that would be, I will have made it. Yeah. And, and by the way, this is coming from someone who's recorded a podcast in an SVJ and in a 720. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I believe I've listened to both those podcasts. I know I was just listening to the SBJ one before this, it's, which isn't the first time, but that's a great one with it, Cody. I shout out Cody. Big shout out to Cody. I love Cody the one. Freaking great. I, lo- I mean, I love all of them that I've been Thanks, able buddy. to listen to thus far. Of course, now I'm a part of one even. But well, you've earned. First of all, you've earned your spot, and and I mean that in the sense that I think that yeah, I say this a lot. I want to feature people who I feel are the, the a good representation of what our our community is all about. You you wouldn't be on here if I don't think you're a good representation, um, and that you represent your colleagues and that you represent the people around you and whatnot. And shout out to anybody who's been on this podcast. And there's a lot more. I know for a fact that there's a lot more people that I want to go ahead and feature. And oh, it's just yeah. a matter of it's just the beginning. People saying yes said, or no. You know, as we've said so many and, times. Exactly. And, and there are people out there who are kind, who are who do want to share those experience and experiences with me. And by by sharing them with me, we get a chance to go ahead and share it with others who are willing to listen in or watch. Yep. Um, and they will come more. More of those again will come like the ones in the SVJ in the 720 i'm sure that more will come hanging out at kent's like you even said yeah yeah. stuff like that is just a great vibe again for what you are trying to accomplish in the podcast and i think we did it well today with the kind of phoenix skyline dude let me tell you something i wish we could go ahead and get a nice photograph because 
downtown Phoenix is looking mighty nice right now. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's the cloudiness of it the sky. It is the time of the year. It we're is. into that time we, of we the saw, year. I saw a lightning seeing... strike maybe earlier in the podcast sure. that came over from like the north end of Phoenix and whatnot. Okay, yep. And I'm going to go ahead and get to wrapping it up here in just a second because A, my wife wants me home at a decent time. Yep, we B, got wives. We got wives. We got kids. Back. I want to see my kids before they go to bed. Yep. Um, and we got bedtimes. We, we got bedtimes. Bed we, we adults, yo. Yeah. <laughs> but... It's a beautiful skyline tonight, man. Like that's like I'm not mad at it, um, and it has been a great vibe, and it's been a great time talking to you, Mason. I knew that we would have a really good time discussing your thoughts. I hope that I've been able to allow you to sit here and tell me about your feelings about your, the, you know, car culture, car community your love for Rolls-Royce, your appreciation for Bentley and whatnot. I'll tell you, uh, we'll finish it out on this because I love asking people this question. Mm -hmm. What does car culture mean to Mason Wales? Hmm. I do like that question a lot. Alrighty. Alrighty. Well, no, I can fully agree that you've certainly let me, again, just elaborate on some of the questions you've asked on what it is that I may just think about of the broad topic or my favorite brand per se. Um, but car, car culture in general and what it is to me has certainly changed and I know it will continue to. Um, again, going up to Monterey for Car Week was a amazing experience. Continuing to go to all of these events here in Arizona and I've certainly made a few trips out to LA for other events as well. Um, they're all, again, just really eye-opening experiences, broadening what I see in regards to the car community and what I hope, obviously, is in my future with all of this. Um, the one bit, though, that especially Car Week epitomizes is the fact that the unknown mm. is the best aspect of it. What you did not know was going to be at Car Week was the best part about it. Or what you did not know you were going to see was definitely be- the best part about it. Yeah. And moving forward, like, I have no idea, other than the few, you know, I'll quickly mention not specifics, but I'm working with a few upcoming events here, one at the end of October, one early next year around March time. Events like that, more experiences there, both in AZ, outside of AZ. You know, it... It is something that I'm going to, at one point, really hope, but will continue to strive to make kind of my primary occupation. It is very much something that started as a hobby with photography and then again kind of incorporating cars more as my main focus with that. But I think that the people I've met and the opportunity is both in and outside of what we could technically call work. I mean, if you want to include pay or not, whatever, again, just what you'd consider work has been like no other occupation that I've worked with, of course, or could. I think that, again, doing something that I have a deep passion for, I believe that the photography, the editing aspect of it, and in the end, producing something that people either want on their walls as their background to constantly look at you know whether it be again on their phone or on in their houses um, and just remember those events as well remember those times whenever it was that 
they brought their vehicle out to the event, did the private shoot. That's definitely what it is for me that has kept me going as much as I have and has made it as enjoyable mm-hmm. because it's so easy to recall the good conversations and the people that I met at each of these times when I, again, saw each of these cars. And then through all of that, I believe that I'm still continuing to and will always work to improve my editing or photos and what it is that I am producing. So then through that, obviously there's more support. There's the more comments and everything, which is another great aspect. You get additional work and networking, whether it be through car events that they want you to come shoot, portrait work, I mean, really anything. And then obviously completely separate from it all. And again, just the great aspect of what comes with the car community is the people that you meet and then the relationships that are built and kept both inside and outside of that. Like the, um, what you enjoy, of course, with one another in the car community may be the same, whether it be the brands or the specific cars, but outside you can still enjoy going out and shooting street photography. Go out, obviously, grab a bite to eat and talk about whatever it is else that you are dealing with on the daily. But it's being around those people that you have so much alike mm-hmm. and you have so much in common with that isn't, is solely in regards to what you're truly passionate about. It's not just that you have in common with them that, yeah, we live here in Asia together, we're going to the events, and yeah, we like the vehicles. You have something that, again, when you're hanging out with your specific friends at the events, you're hanging out with people that are also working to make it their primary occupation or working, again, to increase their quality and their crispness and improve in their style of photography and how they approach both again capturing the vehicles presenting their own work and themselves because again the advertising and marketing of ourselves is the complete other side of it you know it's 50 50 you have to be able to go up and still talk to individuals you have to be able to go up and plan the photo shoots like it doesn't happen obviously just out of thin air and it also doesn't usually happen just over Instagram or something. I've been very lucky and do a lot of networking over Instagram because it is, again, we've mentioned something that is very much used in the AZ community. But at the same time, I do just as much talking with the majority of the people at specific, specific events. And I try to continue to talk to more people and, you know, specific people at events to catch up or talk about an upcoming event that we'll both be at Mm -hmm. again whatever it may be just to really continue again with the networking your personal exposure and just growing your personal brand outside of just your photos but kind of growing I mean my name if you want to say it that's a good way again I think I've heard it put in whatever you're doing you know you're kind of you're always trying to make it so that people will obviously remember you you know end up I don't want to use the words liking you, but it is very much the people that we like, that we have around us, that we invite into our cars, into our homes. So again, just being, and this also might not be the best word, but like relatable, you know, just understanding 
everyone is different you know taking each conversation one by one and just you know having your individual uh, relationships with everyone and again gaining a different perspective from everyone so I very much liked it at this point and although my wife and I complain at times with the summer heat and you know not a ton of color here in Arizona that you get in California and in the Midwest during the summer and I mean, we also Unless you love, go up to northern Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we love, like, the Carolinas, the southeast, too. But even with that, like, I, I see us and, and myself being um, around here for a good amount of time, for sure. And having this as kind of my primary, you know, position nice. starting out here with photography and wherever this might take me. So I'm excited for what will continue and, again, just what will come of essence of aesthetics i'm excited to continue with it love that dude yeah we'll see i I think phoenix is lucky to have you um and i really do mean that i appreciate Um, that i've been i've been very 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 grateful and appreciative of everyone that i've been able to meet thus far if you are listening to this and have not met me before please come up to an event and spot me out i do have some photos i believe up on my page of me so you should be able to point me out yeah look at the uh I'll, look at the I'll laugh to, set the yeah, laugh set yeah i'll try to work with more of that of course and in general again i just i love meeting new people i love making new connections and seeing what will come of it and i think the more and more i get into this the more it'll just get busy of course but it'll it'll be more of a wild ride it'll be more again private work and and meeting individuals and having those individual experiences and just being able to bring one to the next to the next and just continue to grow from where it's it's already began so yeah. dude thank you so much bro thank i appreciate you, you yeah. having you no, hanging out with me tonight um I, I hope that you've been able to go ahead and have a good time yes 100. Um, like we said this is only part one this is definitely sure. only part one yeah. i think mason and i definitely have a few more collabs uh in, in our pockets for, for first we got some talking we do. got some talking to do we got some people to go ahead and bring along with yep. us um but we, yeah everyone again yeah. who either mr tormenting tarmac or myself have not met at the events if you see us out please give us a shout say yeah. hello we'd love to meet new people at events if it if you are listening and you are someone that we have been able to meet before thank you for the support again for, sure. for this and for what is soon to come much more car week content coming a lot more networking and stuff that i'm just gonna keep on the down low until it is right in your face so there you i'm go. excited and i'm eager and Truthfully, I don't know. I don't even know what I can say I expect to come because I haven't thus far. And I think that's the best part about it's it. It's the best. It's yeah. not knowing what's coming next. is yeah. kind of fun. I grew I grew up and my wife met someone who very much liked to plan. If yeah. things did not go to plan, I will be honest. I was someone who kind of, you know, was like, I, I felt a little iffy. It changed my mood. At this point in my life, though, especially after meeting my lovely wife, shout out her, and again getting into the community it is not something whatsoever that i i take into the day-to-day anymore like i take it especially with the car stuff i just go with the flow like if you see of course especially being in somewhere like monterey like if you see a nice car and you had the plans you were going somewhere you might change your plans and follow that car right or you're informed again that 
there was a Bugatti at Penske or something, so you need to go check it out. You know, it's it's something that you have to kind of wait to hear what the best option is and what your interests fall in line with, and then obviously go from there. But yeah, it's been a wild ride thus far, and I I've been thankful again for all of what I've learned thus far, the people I've met, and the work I've got. I think with what I am trying to accomplish and where I believe I am heading at this point, I think more work is to come. And from that, a lot more content I'm looking to, you know, showcase a little bit better idea of what my style is, like like you gave me at first. But yeah. at this point, I think that is still something that is in progress, being, you know, less than one year old in the car community, if I want to look at it that way. It's you're hard a, to say. You're an infant, yeah, dog. It's hard to say I yeah, have yeah. a style. I have so much more to learn so much more perspective to gain and again so much more to experiment with so i'll continue doing that but i'll definitely continue to take any tips and assistance i can like i've like i've done thus far i'm always appreciative so nice well here's a tip keep keep kicking ass bro keep kicking ass so uh you're doing great uh i think that you have so much to offer and it's been an absolute treat for you to go ahead and hang out with me tonight where can they go ahead and find you if if people are listening to this one for the first time and don't know who you are mason where can they find you on instagram and they can find your work so again my work at at essence of aesthetics there's underscores in between but that is i mean it's in the name that is what i strive for yep I'm not going to go say I am at the level of the idol photographers that I continue to learn from, but I hope that one day the Essence of Aesthetics page and name can be something that is is really well known and people can kind of, I guess, understand where I was trying to come from, obviously, in the first point with it. Right. because. Again, if we look back at those first photos I took last October, <laughs> there was nothing aesthetic about those photos, man. They were so out of focus, <laughs> and yeah, I've, I've learned a lot, but Good. again, well, so that, much that's, more that's to come. Per, that's so. the whole point, is to be able to go ahead and, of course, get better and whatnot. Yeah. And honestly, if you look at your recent work, it is so fresh, it's so clean, it's just it's it's real pretty. Yeah, It's really pretty no, work. I appreciate that yeah. very much. Again, I'm I'm working on it, and I, I think that I am very, I, I, I should just say I'm very grateful and mm. love the equipment that I have as well, but with that, I've made a few changes. I think that's helped me improve, and again, I'm going to keep it as private as I can, but I may may have a little bit of an upgrade coming that way as well, nice. just to assist with some things. So we'll see again how things unfold, but yeah, it is it is only the beginning. I think that give it another year you know give it give it only six months but give it another year another two years and especially like three to five years down the line when i'm getting closer to my late 20s i know <laughs> i know that's interesting to, to state or something yeah. but i think that's gonna no, be that's important when and as you see it sometimes in like athletics and stuff i think that could be a great point for when i see my prime sure yeah i, I it think also it's just it really depends you yeah. know we'll see where I think your maturity has a lot to do with how you present your photography at some point too. Yeah. Um, so the, the more mature, not saying that you're not mature now, you're no, obviously course. very mature, right? But what I'm saying is like, as you continue to go ahead and, you know, grow more mature, of grow course. to within 
the final form of your your final Frieza form. If anybody watches Dragon Ball Z, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's when you really, hopefully, people can capture the essence of what it is that you're trying to go ahead and put out to the exactly. People. So, like, I like, very much have had people compliment at this point, and again, I'm very grateful for all the support and compliments and little comments, of course, on posts and hmm. everything outside with work. But I've I've had some people like kind of point out the oh yeah like we understand or you know we we get I guess where that name would come from or what that would you know encapture mm. and they give me the courage to obviously continue striving for it. They you. say yes, we believe you know it's not that I I've been told or you know my I've my mom or family or something like that going yeah you are you are it you are the best photographer there is you know what I mean you don't have to change a thing but again it's the support and like we understand and we can see that you're trying to capture your version or your perspective of what you see as like again aesthetics or right. your essence of aesthetics around you so with that again I think it's something that will change as much as I do and obviously with time again mature and very much be something that is not of final form for a while but I believe especially within the next year as I continue to I don't want to say I'm not going to continue to make changes afterwards but as I continue to get to a point where I am understanding what is working for me yeah and really quickly trying to point you know point out and then get rid of like okay what don't I prefer as much or what might not have seemed to have worked as much as I thought it was going to again how can I adjust my work or my perspective when I'm taking photos um and with that yeah I think it's something that in the next year or two as I as I go from the infant to the baby stage or something yeah. I will do just as much growing as our toddler, as our little toddlers are doing around that time. Hell yeah, bro! Yeah, way so. to bring it to our kids, dude. I, I love, love I love our kids. No, for Come sure. On. I I adore my children. I'm sure you feel it's a, a beautiful way about your baby and whatnot. Yep. So, gotta but, get our kids together. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly. We'll make it happen, yep. especially since we're both. You know, we, we're repping the West Side. You know what I mean? Because yep. our all West our peeps are out here. Yeah, everybody's over here in like either downtown Phoenix or in Scottsdale. Yeah, and I love. By the way, Phoenix shout out to too. all y'all. Shout out to all y'all. But we like, just you know, wish we were you right now because we got to. Yeah, drive the fact that I fucking have. Oops, darn it! I went an hour and twenty six. Ah, okay. Go, dang it! You know man. what? I, I'm, I'm proud of myself. Though. Gotta end it right now. Darn <laughs> it! But like, you know, we. Um, I mean, I have to drive yeah, an hour to get over to four till four. I'm so upset with myself. Darn yeah. it! We're gonna, we're gonna. Oh, that's ready. really funny. Though. Oh my gosh! Okay. It oh my god, Mason! What an absolute treat, bro! I appreciate you hanging out with me tonight. Um, please go follow Mason at Essence of Aesthetics. Of course, the underscores are right in the middle of that. Um, check out his photography. Go give him likes. Go follow him. He's fantastic, and he's growing within the community. Um, Thank you. And he's doing an Thank excellent you. job mixing in all of his his art and making it his own. So it's always a treat to go ahead and look at it and whatnot. And then if you are interested in, of course, following Tormenting Tarmac, you're more than welcome to do so. There's you no can, interest. You better do it. You Thank you, buddy. It's I appreciate that. It's not an option. It's a commodity. Go follow it. It's a do commodity. it. It'll go ahead and make you feel better about yourself. It's I'm like kidding. toilet paper. You just need it. Yeah. <laughs> 
it is it is the shit if you want to oh, even go further man. into that i love that you can follow us at tormenting tarmac of course on instagram and you can go ahead and subscribe to yep. the podcast on apple and spotify and google and anywhere else you want to yes, go ahead and listen please to do it. please do yeah and it's funny because should this work out timeline wise we're going from having discussed the luxuries and the funness of rolls royce and bentley to the perhaps the next episode being about really fast American stuff straight out of Houston. Stay tuned. That's all I'm going to mention. No. But for now... That is awesome. That is a great ending. I and know. Yep, I just want to have a little rebuttal or some sort of, again, just throwing out appreciation to everyone that I've been able to work with in the community thus far. And, again, just knowing that I'm going to be around here for a while work outside of photography wise and everything else with the family growing I can't wait to continue to meet new people continue to grow the friendships and relationships again with everyone that I've been able to meet in the community and again just the experiences that I've had thus far leave the door wide open for what is to come in the future and I mean hey just to make us both sailors a little bit I mean, yeah, the opportunities are fucking endless. There you go. <laughs> yep. That's true, brother. That's true. Yep. Awesome, man. This is I amazing. But thank, thank you, everyone. This has been wonderful. And again, this is just part one. This is just part one. Soon, part two with Mason. But that all being said, that is Mason. And my name is Jorge Aquino. And you've been listening to Tormenting Tarmac. It's the podcast where the enthusiast never dies. Have a great night, everybody. Bye.